Live Well Podcast, episode number 25. And welcome to Live Well Podcast. I'm Kim. And I'm Allie. We are your hosts. Yes. Um, you started school today. I did. And it went very well. I had a very good day today. That's great. Uh, actually, a lot of kids are going back to school. And that was what prompted us to come up with today's topic. And we're going to be talking about teen skincare. So with kids heading back to school, it seems appropriate to talk about that. Teens worry a little bit more about their appearance. And also the teen years are just difficult because of more oil production in the skin and more breakouts. They're so not just fun. Kind of, what? <laughs> They're not fun. <laughs> so I'm just kind of curious, Allie. I know usually when we're in a routine, it's easier to, to, you know, stick with what we usually do. Summer was more relaxed. Did you find that your skincare routine changed over the summer? Um, It stayed consistent for the most part, but every now and then if I would, if I go to a sleepover, you know, I would, you know, kind of, you know, miss like skip a step and washing my face just because, you know, I'm having a, I'm having fun at a sleepover and don't feel like doing all that, you know, the whole process. Right. Well, I think the whole relaxed nature of summer people aren't in their normal routine anyway. Right. Uh, do you or your friends talk about skin issues much? Not really. And I mean, if we do, it's not, you know, real. It wouldn't be at school, but maybe at a sleepover. Right. But if we do, it's not, you know, scientific terms and everything. It's just, oh, I hate my breakouts here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I would be surprised if they knew the scientific terms. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically the basics of good skincare, uh, good sleep, reduced stress, exercise, and healthy eating. Uh, these are pretty important for keeping the body well on the inside. And when the body is well on the inside, it shows up on the outside. That is true. So let's talk about cleansing the face. I don't know if a lot of people realize the importance of cleansing twice a day. Um, I know with, I, I come in contact with a lot of people through my Arbonne business and it's surprising that, you know, a lot of people generally know to, to cleanse at nighttime, but not as many people are always, I think they just think that, oh, I'm in the shower and I'm kind of rinsing my face, but uh, we should be cleansing our faces in the morning and at bedtime using a cleanser. Right. Um, as our bodies sleep, we want clean skin for bedtime. As tempting as it is to skip washing the face or taking off makeup when it's too late and we're really tired, please do not skip this step. Repeat, do not skip this step. It's such an important step to have clean skin for bedtime. We want to remove all that dirt and makeup and oil and sweat that is collected on our skin throughout the day. Uh, and you wouldn't want to go to bed with a layer of dirt on your face, huh? <laughs> okay, so that's the the bedtime thing. Now the morning routine. So why wash our face in the morning? You would think that it would be clean, right? We were only sleeping. It's not like we were exercising or anything, but even though it might not look like it, our skin is actually dirty when we wake up in the morning. Sleeping is the time when our bodies repair, regenerate, and our bodies release toxins through the skin. So when we wake up in the morning, actually our faces have oil and toxins on the surface from all of the work that our bodies did while we were asleep. So it's really important to cleanse these oils and toxins from the face so that we can begin with a clean canvas. And clean skin leads to less breakouts. Plus, from experience, I just know that makeup applies a lot better and looks a lot better when it's on clean skin. Hmm. That's good to know. Cleaning your skin starts with a cleanser. Um, do not use bar soap. This can be harsh and drying to the skin. 
A mild cleanser, especially one for your skin type, is best. Most teens typically are normal skin, oily skin, or combination. So, how to tell what kind of skin you have? Well, normal skin won't have oil on the surface, and the skin will feel comfortable. Now, with oily skin, oil comes off the nose, forehead, chin, and cheeks. If you blot a tissue on the face, it will appear oily. Combination skin means oil comes from the nose and forehead and maybe chin, but not the cheeks. Yeah, so I just want to make a note that combination skin means that in some areas the skin would be oily, but then in other areas it would just be normal. And you want to make sure you have clean hands before you cleanse your face. Put a small amount of cleanser in the palm of your hand, wet your hands a little bit and rub them together, and then massage the cleanser on your face um, in a circular motion. And then be sure to rinse your face with lukewarm water, not hot or cold. Uh, lukewarm is the best temperature. And rinse well so that you don't have any cleanser residue left on the skin, because that can affect makeup application also. And I don't recommend washcloths, buffing pads, or those cleansing wipes. These are actually too abrasive for the skin, and many of those cleansing wipes are comedogenic. They have ingredients in them that can clog the pores. And then after rinsing, you want to pat dry your face with a towel, and it's important to pat it dry, not rub or tug on it, because our skin is actually quite delicate. Right, the skin on our face is much thinner than, as opposed to like our feet, you know. That is correct. And it's important to note that it's not necessary to vigorously scrub the skin clean. In fact, gentle cleansing is sufficient enough. So what about acne or breakouts? Acne is hereditary, and it's caused from not properly cleansing. Buildup of dead skin cells along with oil and bacteria fill up the pore causing swelling. This is the whitehead or the blackhead. It's important not to clean too harshly through because it strips the skin of its natural oils and lubrication. When we strip this protective balance, we cause excessive dryness and the body will respond with putting out more oil to replace the oil that's been taken off. That is a common mistake that us teens make when we first experience breakouts. We are told we are not washing our face enough and we over-cleanse and strip the skin of the natural balance and they break out more. Cleansers that contain special ingredients uh, can help with acne, and some of those ingredients that help would be salicylic acid, glycolic acid, benzoyl peroxide, and there are some other ingredients that specifically fight acne. And these ingredients can help reduce oil and help clear up the skin. These cleansers should be mild, though, with lower percentages of ingredients, uh, particularly for teens. I mean, you would use higher percentages for adults, but for teens, since their skin is still young, um, lower percentages are better. So if you were using some type of a product that had salicylic acid, 1% to 2% is sufficient. And then if you're using some type of a benzoyl peroxide item or product, you would only want 5%. If the cleanser is too strong, again, it can overdry the skin, and then the body results in producing excessive oil to combat that dryness, and then it just creates more breakouts. So cleansing pads and washcloths. Um, cleansing pads are a false sense of cleansing. They often contain mineral oil and clog the pores. These pads are convenient and used because it's a fast way to take makeup off or to cleanse after sports. What people don't understand is the dirt left behind will stay in the pores and collect more bacteria and cause breakouts. The other commonly used tool for cleansing is a buff pad. It is very abusive and collects bacteria. Most pads are not cleaned after each use, and the pad collects bacteria from acne blemishes containing pus, spreading the infection to other portions of the skin. I think the other thing that people often forget about are makeup pads or sponges or applicators that people use um, 
for, you know, applying makeup. And often those aren't getting cleaned or washed frequently enough. It's really important to clean those makeup pads or brushes or applicators. Otherwise, they just collect oil and dirt and then it just gets reapplied to the skin. So if you think about if you're using a brush to apply makeup or some kind of an applicator, if you're never cleaning it, it just keeps collecting the the caked on makeup and the oil and, and all of that from our face. And then and, it just spreads a lot of right, bacteria yeah. around. So it's really important to keep those clean. So I suggest washing them once a week with a mild shampoo and water, and then be sure to let them completely air dry. And for brushes, I know that those need to be laid flat. Um, if you stand them upright where the bristles are pointing up towards the ceiling, uh, the water can sometimes drip down into the handle and it interferes with the adhesive and sometimes your bristles can fall out. So as you're cleansing your brushes, you want to lay them flat, um, you know, preferably someplace where they can get, you know, air circulation and they can dry properly. Try to resist picking at acne or breakouts or even squeezing them. Picking at acne blemishes is definitely a no-no because fingernails contain bacteria and dirt and should never even touch the face. Picking at blemishes will only cause infection. Yeah, trying to squeeze them on your own in most cases causes scarring. And I think the most common mistake that teens make is they do try to extract or squeeze something on their own because you see it and you kind of want to get rid of it. So you think if you squeeze it, it gets rid of it. But I, uh, the harder that um, someone presses to release that stuff that's in there, the faster it will release, or at least that's what they think. But actually, it causes bruising in the tissues below, and it causes the area to turn purple. And um, I know when I had my mother-in-law, she's an esthetician, and she came on talking about acne. She actually said that it can take up to a year to actually heal. But unfortunately, that same area can sometimes break out again, and then the squeezing continues, and then it just it keeps on adding bruising to that area. It makes it much worse. Right. So squeezing pimples can actually cause scarring and damage to the skin. Um, foods are a big impact on skincare. Um, you can try eliminating dairy and salt and, uh, sugar and caffeine. Right. Those, um, those affect the skin and your skin will probably look better if you do cut back on that. Stress. I know that could actually back to the food thing. I know sometimes that can seem hard. I have heard a lot of people say that they get really good results when they eliminate dairy. And then, uh, with the salty products that, you know, when... My mother-in-law was on. Uh, she talked about the fact that the salt, I guess, has the iodine in it. And um, that contributes to more breakouts. And then also with the sugar and the caffeine, that just speeds up and stimulates the body. And mm. that stimulates more oil production. Well, I love cheese. So that's I know a big it's, problem, it's hard to give Taryn. up. But I do know that people have said they've had good results with eliminating dairy. Yeah. But that's a personal choice. Um, stress is another impact on it. So, you know, try to make your atmosphere more... Like, you know, peaceful. Don't be stressed out all the time. Changing pillowcases every night helps. I um, change my pillowcase every night because this way oil doesn't sit on the pillowcase and then I have my face on the pillowcase every night. Well, and particularly for teens, it's common for teenagers to have increased oil production. That's just part of puberty. And so there's a lot more oil in the hair and more oil on the face. And if you think about it, that oil is rubbing off on the pillowcase at night and... Um, changing the pillowcase frequently or, you know, every day actually helps a lot because then it keeps that old oil from, you know, keeps it away from your face. Right. And the fabric softeners, most fabric softeners are really oily. 
uh, whether it's the liquid or even the dryer sheets, they have a lot of oil in them and they coat the, the clothing. And then um, that was the other thing that um, the esthetician said is that uh, that oil can also cause problems with the skin. And then monthly cycles. I mean, the other thing is, is as girls are going through their monthly cycles, the increase in hormone at the beginning of the cycle also causes additional breakouts. So it's common for that to happen as well. So that's the end of our topic on teen skin. But I did want to say that this weekend we're going to be doing our final insanity wrap up. So we're going to do our final podcast talking about our insanity journey. Uh, well, the, you are. I dropped yeah. out. <laughs> you dropped out. No, I out. did month one. So, But we'll have my husband on and we'll still talk about it as a family to give kind of a final wrap up on that. And then be sure to listen over the next month or so because I've got some new and different topics coming up. And I believe that there is more to living well than just simply our our outer appearance. And I want to bring you topics that affect mind, body, and spirit. So oh, and do you want to mention that uh, you blog? Oh yeah, thank you. I have been blogging. I've been blogging about the insanity journey on the website. Right, that's at livewellpodcast.com. So you can check that out. Thanks for reminding me. Sure, I know you work hard on that. And then after Insanity, I'm going to be moving on. I, I need a new topic, but I haven't quite figured what that will be yet. But check it out. We're getting there. <laughs> yeah. Right, so that's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap. We hope you got something worthwhile from today's podcast, and we hope you'll join us for the next show. Our plan is to bring you simple tips that will allow you to live better. If you have any questions or want to hear a specific topic on our podcast, please call us or email us. We'd love to hear from you. Contact us at 312-957-7087 or email us at feedback at livewellpodcast.com. We might even use your question on our next show. You can also find us at livewellpodcast.com, our website. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate all of you. Lord willing, we will be with you on our next show. Have a joyful, healthy week. Simple information to help you live well and bloom where you are.